Well, welcome to Meadowbrook Church Online. And here we are once again, having church online, but I am just so glad that we can do this. And I say peace to your house and thank you for joining us today. I pray that you're well, I pray that you're peaceful, and uh, I pray that you, the, that you stay encouraged. We love you. We miss you so much, and uh, please know that we're doing our very best to stay connected with you, to keep you encouraged, to keep you going. We have so many things going on online and on social media. Uh, a hot uh, spot for you to go to would be mbcocala.com. That's our web our website, and you can go there. There's so much information and, and direction there because we just want to help you, and uh, we're very hopeful that we'll be back together sometime soon. And uh, we look forward to that day, whatever that looks like. And uh, we'll get back together and that's gonna be an awesome thing. So stay steady, stay strong, stay connected, stay blessed. And uh, I'll tell you what, God's gonna get us through this. Well, um, today I wanna start a brand new series called New Normal. So let's kind of uh, travel toward that today. Uh, first of all, there we were. There we were. We were living, we were working, or you were retired, or you're playing, or you're working, or you're in school, you're, you're earning, or you're spending, you're planning, you were resting, you were doing all of those things, and it was just so great. Actually, it wasn't totally all great. We have a, a tendency to romanticize or to exaggerate the past. But you know what the reality, it, it was pretty good. We were in some pretty good days. So there we were. And then here we are, here we are. Sudden disruption of just historic proportions. And uh, our normal suddenly changed. Um, it was like we were watching TV and we were watching Little House on the Prairie and somebody came in and changed the channel to uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Or it's like we were watching SpongeBob and somebody changed it to Kill Bill. Suddenly just everything uh, changed. We're in our homes, we're, we're quarantined. Uh, quarantine, that's, that's a new word for a lot of us. I, I made a little list of some of the, uh, some of the new words. Uh, social distancing, granular, flatten the curve, pandemic, ventilator. I found one called doom scrolling. That's when you stay up half the night just scrolling through all the coronavirus news. Here's, here's another word, Zoom. You know, and so many of us are using Zoom for work and for school and so forth. There's also Zoom bombing, just like photo bombing, where somebody comes in the back and they bomb your Zoom. There's also something sadly called Zoom dumping also called zumping, and it's when uh, you break up with somebody by way of Zoom. How sad. Then there's words like coronation, herd immunity, PPE, and underlying conditions, and on and on we go. Not only has our life been changed, but our, our vocabulary has, has been changed as well. And then suddenly, you know, we can't, we can't find toilet paper, I mean, there was bunches, and now you can't find it. It's an artificial uh, shortage, we're told, that there's actually not a shortage of it. 
We know where it is. You know where it is. You have it. Your friends have it. And uh, it's amazing because of fear or greed, just the, the news of anything could possibly go into shortage. I could say there's going to be a shortage of, of canned green beans and scotch tape. And if we got that out on the social media, you know, people would rush to buy those. It's fear. It's, it's also greed. You know, we adjust things. We get a, a little more uh, better at our stewardship. You know, we're counting squares, so to speak, uh, using one Q-tip. Um, you know, so many things. You know, it makes better sense down the paper towels that are selecticized instead of, you know, instead of the full sheets. Ecclesiastes 9.12 in the New Living Translation says this, People can never predict when hard times might come. Like a fish in a net or birds in a trap, people are caught by sudden tragedy. And that word tragedy also means distress or calamity. You know what? Suddenly, our normal changed. So there we were, here we are, and here we go. So get ready and welcome to a new normal. Here's some reality, though, for us. You can't go back to your old normal. And it has been changed. There are some things that will be changed forever, just like after world wars, just after, like after 9-11. Uh, there are things that change and they never really return. I don't know entirely what all that looks like, but our world now has changed and your normal has changed. Normal, um, moving from the the current normal would just stay at home and do all the things that we're doing and moving into that new normal i believe that the new normal can be big and bright and, and very powerful i really do because anything that is vital that is held back for a while and remains vital once it is released for example water uh, water is so dynamic and powerful and if you hold that back once that's released, and sometimes it doesn't wait for the release, you know, that's a powerful moving forward. Think about horses in, in a race. They're made to run, and so they're beautiful and strong, these incredible creatures, and they're held back by a gate as soon as that gate is released, and, and they take off. Wow, you know, so anything that is vital and, and dynamic like this, if it's held back, and I'm talking about people, and I'm talking about our economy, and creativity, and innovation, and being entrepreneurs. You know, that's being held back a little bit, but you watch what will come back. And then also just the whole reality of the church. Even the gates of hell could not prevail or hold back the church, and this will not hold back the church either. So what is normal? You know, if we look in a dictionary, normal is it's what you're used to. Now, let me talk about that. Um, what you're used to, that varies per person um, because you have some things in your life that are desirable and some things that are undesirable. And you have things that you like and you have things you tolerate. There's some things that you're used to. Um, you might be used to every time it rains, you know, there's a leak in your roof. Or you might be used to, no, that never happens. Uh, you might be used to having clean water and, and hot water when you, when you want it. And some people aren't used to having, you know, regular good clean, clean water.
So normal is, it, it varies uh, depending on what you are used to. Uh, the dictionary also says that normal is what is ordinary, average, standard, or common. With those tags on normal, then let's, let's try to break out as we approach a new normal. So as we do, and that's, that's a word for us today, as we approach this new normal, there are several things that I want us to keep at the very front, the very forefront of our thinking and our approach. Here's a couple of things. First of all, God is not normal. Our God is not normal. He's extreme. He's supernatural. He's unexplainable. One of his redemptive names is El Shaddai, God Almighty. It means God is able to exceed anything. Here's another thought. Christianity is not normal. We forgive when others want revenge. We love instead of hating. We give instead of taking. We have hope and peace even in difficult and dark days. That's not normal. Uh, in the book of Acts, it said that these, uh, what the believers lived was upside down compared to the normal of the world. And then the kingdom that we're a part of is, is not normal. Hebrews 12 said that this is an unshakable kingdom. Compare that with the nations and the kingdoms of, of this world. The kingdom that we are part of, that we are citizens of, is eternal, it's certain, and it's settled. And I love how scripture put it, puts it, it is unshakable. So let me be real honest with you. I'm not sure what all this is going to look like. I'm not sure what all will happen. I'm not sure uh, the pace, the rate at which things will happen as we approach a new normal. And again, I'm not sure what the new normal will look like. We're exploring that even for our own lives. We're exploring that, you know, as far as the ministries of, of Meadowbrook Church. So I don't know all of those things. So if you are watching a series by me on new normal that I can predict all of that. No, I, I can't. But I, there are some things I hope. There's some things that I see, and there's some things I'm praying, and there's some things I'm going to be leaning into, but I don't know. I don't know for everybody what entirely what that new normal looks like, but here's what I do know, that God knows everything. God knows everything. No one else does. No one else does. Not even Dr. Fauci knows everything that's going to be going on. Now, also know this, God did not cause this, but God can use this, and he will use this because he is all wise. Also, get this, God is good, God does good, and God works all things together for our good. I want to tell you that again, God is good, God does good, and God works all things together for our good. And this is super important because as Psalm 27 verse 13 and 14 tells us, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living in these days where we live. Verse 14 says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Wow, that is good news. Now, as we come out of this current trouble, as we come out of this, this season, what an unusual season, uh, we know that it is God who will see us through. 
He never left us, and he will bring us out. So get this. God will see us through, and we'll know that. You'll see that. You already know that. God will see us through. He has never left us. He will bring us out. But this is the point I want to make today. God will bring us out. Have no doubt. God will bring us out, but he will do that so that he can bring us in. Get that again. God will bring us out so that he can bring us in. It's his pattern. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 23 through 25, and I'll read this again a little bit later, but listen carefully. Then he, God, brought us out from there that he might bring us in to give us the land, which refers to promise, to the land of which he swore to our fathers. And the Lord commanded us, observe all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God for our good always, that he might preserve us alive as it is this day. Then it will be righteousness for us if we are careful to observe all these commandments before the Lord our God as he has commanded us. So get this. This is God bringing us out. It's not just to get you out. And it's not just for relief. Let me tell you something. Out is not your destination. And I know sometimes we get impatient and we get, you know, kind of cabin fever, so to speak. And we're irritated or bored or, or whatever it would be. Listen, you know, God will bring us out, but it's not just to get us out and it's not just to get us some relief. Out is not your destination. I want you to hear this. I'm going to read it to you exactly like I feel it's in my heart. Scripture from cover to cover shows us that every time God brings someone out of something, he always has something in mind. And here's what he has in mind, that you would be his people and he would be your God. Now hear that again. Every time that God brings someone out of something, he has something in mind. And here's what it is. Here's what it is. That you would be his people and that he would be your God. That's what he has in mind as he brings us out. That we would be his people. You say, well, Pastor, I'm, I'm already his people. I'm talking like never before. And that he would be our God. Well, he, he is my God. I'm talking about Never, like never before. From Exodus, bringing the children of Israel out of Egypt in captivity to the Gospels where Jesus came to bring us out of sin and captivity. I mean, through it all. You know, whenever God brings anyone out of something, he has something in mind. And this is what it is. Get this today. Is that we would be his people and he would be our God. In, in just one place, in Jeremiah uh, 30, verse 22, he says, You shall be my people, and I will be your God over and over in Scripture. So let me read again Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 23 through 25, bearing that in mind. So then, he brought us out from there that he might bring us in to give us the land of which he swore to our fathers all the promises. And the Lord commanded us to observe all these things and to fear the Lord our God. Then it will be righteousness for us if we are careful to observe all these commandments before the Lord our God 
as he has commanded us. And you may say, well, pastor, that's Old Testament, that's old fashioned, that's old stuff. And I would just push back on you and say, no, no, it's not old. It's actually timeless. And because it's timeless and it's from God, it is like brand new. I mean, this is like the newest thing that can be happening in you. And this should be happening in a new way every day that we are his people and he is our God. And this is what we must frame our new normal with, no matter what anything else looks like, uh, how great, how advanced, how whatever anything would be. It is vital that we frame our new normal with the timeless, which actually becomes so new to us. And it is this, a fresh commitment that we are his people and he is our God. If we boil that down, it's this. Fear God or just give him the highest respect and obey him. That is the bottom line. This past summer, we took a family vacation and we were blessed to be able to go to a lake house up in Georgia. And uh, we invited all five of our kids uh, to come in and uh, to bring their kids and to bring their spouses and to bring their, their boyfriend or their girlfriend. And we, we were so blessed to be able to rent a beautiful lake house. We had room for everybody. We just had a wonderful, wonderful time. We're so glad uh, that we had that time. And uh, Father's Day happened during that time that we were, we were at the, the lake. And I told my kids, do not get me anything for Father's Day but some words. I want some words from you um, just that would be meaningful and touch my heart. And they all did a wonderful job. I'll keep those forever. I said, but I want to give you something. So I worked and, and got this verse that I'm about to read to you. Um, and I printed it out. And I framed it. I went, I went to the craft store and I bought frames for each of my kids um, so that they could have this. And if they wanted to, that they could post it in a prominent place in their house. And I, I, hope, I hope that they would. And uh, I got a frame that would be kind of unique to them. And here's the verse because I told them, I said, as your dad on Father's Day, and it's choking me up, um, on Father's Day, um, and as you're all now young adults and you're having families and, you know, finishing college and moving on to careers and so forth, I just, I want to make sure that I've done my job the best that I can. And I want to leave you with the bottom line. And I want to make sure that you have that bottom line. And here it is. It's from Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13. And if you'll remember in Ecclesiastes, Solomon had everything at his disposal and he tried everything and then he he boiled it all down he restrained himself from nothing he had access to everything to everything and this is what he found out it all came down to this in ecclesiastes 12 verse 13 and i'm going to read it to you in three translations just like i printed out for my kids here it is ecclesiastes 12 13 in the new king james let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all. And then in the Amplified Bible, it says, All has been heard. The end of the matter is, watch this, Fear God, revere and worship him knowing, him, knowing that he is, and keep his commandments, 
For this is the whole of man, the full original purpose of his creation, the object of God's providence, the root of character, the foundation of all happiness, the adjustment to all inharmonious circumstances and conditions under the sun, and the whole duty of man. And then in the message paraphrase, the last and final word is this, fear God, do what he tells you. Fear God and do what he tells you. You know, you know what that equals? That you are his people and he is your God. That's the bottom line. That's the design of God. That's what he has and wants for all of us. So as you and I arrive at a new normal, we're going to arrive at that new, new normal by default or by decision. Get that. We will arrive in a new normal by default or by decision. And so this that I'm sharing with you today will determine how you arrive at your new normal. Will you arrive happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed? Or will you arrive sad, shaken, drained, and discouraged? Listen, it's normal to get disappointed, but it is dangerous to get discouraged. And it is very dangerous to stay discouraged. So, all of that has to do with the soul, and it has to do with our attitude. Has any, anyone ever called you on your attitude before? Attitude is everything. And as we approach this new normal, hear me, attitude is everything. Attitude actually determines our approach. And our approach determines our success or our failure. Hear it again. Attitude determines our approach, and our approach determines our success or failure. And do you know what your attitude is? It's your frame of mind. It's your frame of mind. Hebrews 11.3 said that God framed the worlds with his word. Guess what? Words frame worlds. Your words frame your mind, frame your attitude and ultimately determines so much in life. So now more than ever, as we approach this new normal, listen, it is time to choose and think and speak God's life-giving words over our life, over our situations, over our people, into our new normal. Speak God's life-giving words over everything. Let me give you a sample. I'm either up or I'm getting up. Remember, I told you it's an attitude. You've got to have some attitude. I'm either up or I'm getting up. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. If God be for me, who can be against me? Greater is he that is in me than he who is after me. My steps are ordered of the Lord. The children of God are led by the Holy Spirit. And watch what God will do. I'm telling you, load yourself up with the life-giving words of God because your attitude and your arrival are connected. And how you leave this season determines how you enter your new season. How you leave the days that we're in right now will determine how you enter the days that are to come. And I really believe will determine whether your next season is big and bright and blessed, or if it's small and dingy and damaged. 
and I think you want it to be big and bright and blessed. Listen, God will bring us through, but it's not just to get us out. It is not just to get us relief. Out of these days is not our destination. Remember, God is bringing us out that he might bring us in. And every time God brings somebody out of something, he has something in mind. And here's what it is again, that we would be his people and he would be our God. With this in mind, we will be ready for a new normal. I'm going to be speaking about this over the next few weeks, but before I go today, I want to give you an opportunity right now to make sure that he is your God and you are his people, that you are his son, that you are his daughter. And uh, I, I tell you this all the time, Jesus did the heavy lifting. We were separated from God. God in his love wanted us back in relationship with him. And we couldn't make our way back. And Jesus came and took care of that and took our sin out of the way uh, in his love and by his sacrificial death on the cross and by raising again from the dead. And so I wanna, I wanna invite you today to pray this prayer with me. Make my prayer your prayer. And uh, let's pray this from our hearts. Everybody right now, right where you are. Father, I just thank you for each one listening right now. And uh, Lord, as we watch and as we take in this word, we've come now to a place where we know we need to make a decision. And so God, we say to you today, God, Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for sending Jesus. And Jesus, I invite you, come into my heart. Come into my life. Be my Savior. Be my Lord. Cleanse me from my sins and fill me with you. And thank you, Heavenly Father. You are now my Heavenly Father. Help me to grow in my relationship with you. Help me as you order my steps to make the right steps and to use the right words. It's not about my performance. It's all about direction toward you and walking with you. So help me as I do this. And Father, I thank you that now I am your child and you are my father. I am your people and you are my God. And now I'm good to go. I'm good to get out of this season and I will be prepared for the new normal to come. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And if you prayed that prayer, please let us know. Uh, there's a feature uh, online where you can raise your hand. Let us know in the chat feature somehow um, so that we can get some good information to you to help you to grow in this relationship with the Lord. Listen, this matters more than anything else. And that is our relationship with God, walking with God so that we can have help every day in this life and a home in heaven forever. Well, thank you so much for joining us for Meadowbrook Church Online today. I pray it's been a blessing to you. Stay connected with us all week. We'll keep you posted on so many things, and we want to keep you encouraged. We love you. We miss you. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Peace to your house.